Hello, you're welcome to I Mentor with Hakan Zoukeni Miele. I am a development and empowerment strategist and also the spirit mentalist. Here today we'll be talking about, on this um, podcast session, we'll be talking about a series in the business acumen series. And what we'll be talking about today is product evolution. Product evolution. Um, as an entrepreneur or someone who provides goods or services to people, it is important for you to understand how your products need to evolve. One of the things that you need to keep striving towards is perfection. And by perfection, what do I mean? In the market terminology, perfection is relevance. Your product needs to ever remain relevant to the needs, the desires, and the aspirations of the market. No matter how original you think your product is, if it doesn't meet the basic needs of the market, then you begin to have a problem. We've had series of genius and great inventors and entrepreneurs come up with business solutions, market solutions, solutions that are good in themselves, but they fail to understand that even products need to evolve. The reason why products need to evolve is because the market is always constantly evolving. The needs of people evolve. There are various things that happen culturally, economically, politically, you know, and all of these things affect the perception of the products that we have. So as an entrepreneur, you need to understand that the originality of your products might not be enough. One of the things, uh, the joy of every entrepreneur is to really provide solution to not just a few people, but the people who matters to them. The people they're passionate about, the problems they're passionate about, the solutions that they are passionate about. And one of the things we're looking at today is how this evolution and as an entrepreneur, how you can find out what stage your product is and how you can evolve to the next level or to the foremost level of evolution. So the first thing you need to know as an entrepreneur is one, you need to be original. Okay, originality is key. Novelty is key. And a lot of people strive and move towards novelty. The other thing you need to understand is that the market needs evolution. Like I mentioned earlier, things evolve, things change. The way the human mind is fabricated is it cannot stay at a point for too long. It gets bored and is looking for the next best thing. So you must make sure that you position yourself as the next best thing. Okay, that is where innovation comes. That is where evolution comes. And that's how you're supposed to proceed. Beyond the market evolution, you also need to understand competitors' innovation. No matter how good you are, it's important to put an eye on your competitor. If your competitor is doing better than you're doing, I'm sorry, the market is going to flow in the direction of most attraction. And if your competitor is able to gather most attention, then you're going to lose a lot of the market share. So here's the rule. Don't stay irrelevant. Keep your eyes out. A lot of inventors fall for this intellectual bias where they think they're passionate about their brand and they think their product is going to solve all of the world's problem. You may think it is, but you need to factor all the things into it, such as one, the novelty of your product. Two, 
the market evolution stage because you need to think about the people you're providing these goods and services to. What is their current state of need? Okay, you need to up that ante and do something a little bit better. And the next thing is evolution of the innovation of the competitors. You need to keep an eye on the competitors and to make sure that they're not taking away your market share um, for you. So as an entrepreneur or an innovator, you need to understand that you need to strive to be the preferred brand. And that takes a great deal of work, you know, and also quick execution. One of the things you need to have is cash and resources for quick execution. The moment an idea breaks into the market, the moment a need breaks loose into the market, you must be swift enough to capitalize on it and be the first responder to that um, environmental market or societal uh, needs. So here's a, an interesting thing I found out. I call it the Moi Moi case study. For many people who are in Nigeria, you understand what the Moi Moi is. The Moi Moi is sometimes called the bean cake, although I'm not sure that's the original name um, that it is um, given. But you also need to understand Moi Moi is prepared with beans. You know, um, it is cooked, then baked, and it has a, a very nice pastry um, sense of it. Now, the very first Moi Moi that was made was probably most of the time, as far as I can remember, were made in tins, small tins, you know, this um, milk tins. And um, that was good because it was solving a problem. Hunger. Okay, it was nice. It was delicious. It was good. But they begins to have a problem. The moment competitors begin to rise and the market begins to desire something, something different. Okay, so this is where branding now comes into it. Even though you're solving the problem of hunger, people do not want to look at hunger the same way. Okay, so you, the, the next stage of evolution of that product was branding. And how did branding come about? It was packaged in leaves. Okay, that spoke originality, that spoke African, that spoke to the root. And then people were able to associate with that message. And that was great branding. And it did very well. Now, during that time, you know, it was still good and people loved it. But the, pro, um, the product evolved again. And now we started having little bits of value-added services in the Moi Moi. Example is fish. So now you didn't just need to have your Moi Moi bear again. Because this person realized, that, okay, someone who took Moi Moi usually had fish, meat, or eggs or something around. And said, okay, what is, why don't I just put all of these things together? And so um, Moi Moi with fish evolved. And that was a premium so you'd have people who sold the normal moi moi and the moi moi with fish. And people always loved something better. So even though the moi moi with fish was a bit more expensive, but people still went for it because of the satisfaction they derived for it. And that became the normal level of the moi moi market. And later on, someone said, wow, fish is not good enough. Let's put some eggs into it, okay? And then we had moi moi with fish and eggs that was sold at a premium price, you know? And people galvanized and were attracted towards that again, and that became the new normal. Then people said, okay, what could we do about it? Then we started having people who cross-sold things to you. So cross-selling was also the next thing. So you'd sell more and more with bread. You'd sell more and more with a caraballs. You know, something that just makes sure that the experience you get is a whole lot 
more better and later on we started having some more aesthetic feel to the moema it wasn't just in leaves anymore you know it was designed to take certain shapes and sizes based on the needs of the client and that was also sold for premium so what are we getting with all of this you need to understand that as a product your product needs to keep evolving and the way to go about that evolution is to make sure that you keep repackaging and delivering more value into it based on what people are looking for, what people want and what your competitors are doing. So do not make originality fool you to think people are going to go for your product just because it is original. You have to factor in what the evolution stage of the market needs and desires are and also what your competitors are doing. I hope this session has been of great value to you to the next time I come to you or to the next time you come to me. I always say this, unleashing Soteria Lambano Soteria. Have a great day and have a productive business. Ciao.